Hi, my name is David Brown. I'm at Liberty University in the academic and technology area for curriculum development. We're here right now in the room that is referred to as the Network Operations Center. It's where all stats and information of network traffic and its healthiness is being displayed on the screens and monitored 24 hours a day. It's in this setting that I want to talk to you about the technology and ethics. There are certain topics that surround ethics and one of them is going to be something that Liberty University addresses every day. It's plagiarism. Now, for whatever reason, students are going to find a competitive edge. They don't meet deadlines soon enough, so they've got to hurry and find some way to submit a paper. And sometimes they're going to go to some place, grab an assignment, a paper, and turn that in. And we have some type of software protection so that teachers know that this is the student's original work. These are plagiarism prevention software. A couple of these are like Turnitin or Safe Assign. You'll see those in Blackboard course that you're currently taking. You'll see the statistics of cheating is actually growing nowadays. U.S. News and World Report says 93% of students say those that do cheat usually aren't caught, or if they are, the punishment doesn't match the offense. 60% of students admit to cheating at least one time in their college history. You know, you find the different reasons of why students will go down and choose this. Maybe they don't know how to cite. Maybe they do. But we're finding this decision is not made on the student's grade with plagiarism prevention software. It just checks to make sure that this didn't come from some other source. When you catch students like this, it kind of catches them off guard. They're not sure that this technology even exists sometimes. Uh, when you catch students, uh, you're going to expect a number of different situations, a number of different items that will come up. I had a student once, we had a, a quiz that we took, and I said, I need this on a half sheet of paper. And all the students were turning and said, I don't want a full sheet, I need a half sheet. student inevitably came up and submitted a full sheet of paper. I said, uh, did you not hear the instructions? It was supposed to be a half sheet of paper. Caught on his toes. He was thinking really fast on his feet and he said, uh, uh, I'm sorry, I didn't have one. And I'm obviously having the full sheet of paper. I knew he did, but I'm expecting these types of reactions when we check these papers. Students will be surprised that the technology out there is out there to check. When you look at Turnitin or SafeAssign, we're talking about over a hundred million other student works that are checked against. We have 80,000 different newspaper articles, journal articles, magazines, over 12 billion web pages that are accessed, and they're citing these sources from sites that might be reputable, but we're making sure that it is actually a student's work and not someone else's work. Another area of technology and ethics will be metadata. Metadata is basically data about data. And the reason we're talking about this today is more like I want you to be aware of some of the things that might be out there about you. So not so much things that we would want to protect ourselves from doing and making sure that we don't cross a line, but watch out for information that is out there about you. Now let me give an example. You can go to Word, Microsoft Word, type a discussion board response, copy and paste that into Blackboard, and you're going to find there's a lot of information that's in that discussion board post that you didn't mean to put on there. Microsoft Word holds properties about certain documents. We have your name, initials, the original author of this document, it might be the same person, the versions, how many edits, 
the time it was saved, and this information can actually be scrubbed from third-party um, forensic type software packages. When you would write an email, you can actually send an email and there is invisible data that travels with the email that will pinpoint your actual IP address, your computer. This is information, for instance, there are statistics that show this actually has come back and hurt some people. There was the uh, story from in October, Wall Street Journal actually saw there was a critical anonymous, I'll put this in quotes, anonymous email that went out. It was sent with uh, Word uh, as it was created first and it was sent to a candidate of the Senate in Washington, D.C. and actually further study revealed that it was the chief of staff of the opposing party that wrote that email and the only way they found that was from the data that was submitted with the email. In March 2004, the SCO group seller of Linux and Unix systems. They filed suit against the Deisler, uh, Daimler, Chrysler, and AutoZone. There is metadata there, and they actually found out that one of the businesses that were actually uh, put in there first for the suit was Bank of America, but later that was pulled out. March 2006, Google actually let some information, some projections of uh, their financial holdings go out early and that information was in their metadata. There, there's ways that you can protect against this. Next time you're in Word, go to Word Properties and start looking at the different tabs. In one of the tabs you'll see statistics and you'll see additional information. You'll find that most likely there's some information in there that you didn't know. And when you save a document, when you copy and paste, some of that information can actually go out. Be careful about the information that you're sending. Lastly, in this environment, let's talk about security. Security breaches. What does this mean? We're looking at uh, an environment here that is very protective of the security. We're protecting student records. These are records that are of our students, of social security numbers. These are uh, date of birth. This is addresses. These are things that we're wanting to be very protective of. So what they do here is a common practice that if there would be a hard drive that is no longer in use, they make sure they wipe all the data, but they just don't throw this in a trash can. They actually have a very technical device for which they actually destroy the data. This is like an old hard drive they might be throwing away, and this is actually how they destroy this. I'm sure they actually get a lot of fun out of that. I want to be there the next time they do this. But it's this information that we're looking at when ethics, when you're talking about people's information. Here's an example, and I'm going to share with you just a, just a, a snapshot of how prevalent some of the security breaches and things that get out are. In the Computer Techno Technology Industry Association, there was an analysis done of security breaches, and they said most of them, about 63% were done because of human error, and only about 8%. Uh, the other part was maybe done more of just uh, technical failure. Regardless of what that is, it's usually going to be internal and external sources that can actually cause this. Internal being just the employees, building staff, accessing areas that you shouldn't that don't relate to your job. External will be typical hacking for which Liberty is proud to have uh, uh, firewalls and protections and this staff to guard against those every day. And you have also other means of trying to hack in from external ways. But here are some examples of uh, internal and where it might be even human error. This is a snapshot. I'm going to pick just the month of July 2010. Citigroup iPhone. They released an iPhone app 
that inadvertently had saved passwords on over 117 different 117,000 different users. Also July 24th, University of Texas, Arlington, they were hacked four times over nine years. 27,000 students, actually their information has been out there in the open. Lastly, July 20th, this year, South Shore Hospital, Massachusetts, laptop was lost in the names, addresses, social security numbers, medical records of over 800,000 patients were lost. Be careful about where you leave your laptop. There are areas in which you can protect good file management, making sure you're allowed to take the information home, watch the thumb drives, things like this would be good practices. But most assuredly, you're looking at something that is, you're wanting to be above reproach. You're wanting to be blameless with your actions. Because you can doesn't mean always that you should. And so what we're looking at is use discretion. Think before you click, and I thank you.